Good morning, Trinity Youth. It's December 5th, 2023. This is Haley. And Dave. Thanks for joining us as we contemplate what it means to sit in the darkness, to wait for the brightest light the world has ever seen. This week is Hope Week, and we're exploring what it means to hope in the midst of darkness. Dave, do you want to kick things off for us today? What do you have? I've got a great question for you, Haley. So I have held a lot of babies in my life. This is the Christmas story. Baby Jesus is coming. So I'm just curious for you, what is it like to hold a baby? Um, Dave, I've also held a lot of babies in my life. I started my babysitting career at the ripe age of 11. 11? Debatably too young. <laughs> Debatably. Potentially. Yeah. So yeah, what, what are you feeling? Is this exciting? Is this nervousness? No, I'm not nervous anymore. I'm always looking forward to it. I mean, mm. the younger they are, like, you know, the fresher into the world, the more nervous you feel. Because it's like, oof. Yeah. Lots, lots of fragileness here. But it's always like, I'm always waiting for when I can hold another baby. They're just so cute. They're precious. How do you feel? Has it like worn on you over time? I love, or? I love holding babies. My friend Matt kind of taught me that. I watched him and how when his kids were grown, he would hold other folks' babies at church, and it's just a warm ball of joy. Um, sometimes they cry, obviously. There's a little mess you may have to clean up. I always think of a story, though. My grandmother, Gigi, she may be listening to this. She is going strong. She always tells a story of, David, do you remember this story? I'm like, yes, you've told me several, several times. But tell it to me again. And when you were born, David, I was the first grandson. Um, she said they handed her the baby, and she said, I need to sit down. I have not held a baby in 30 years. So some people, it's a little bit nervous. For some of us, we're just excited because the holding this little life, you think you feel like so small, the little fingers and toes, and it's it's so precious. Um, so I like it. It has not worn on me. In fact, I kind of miss it. That's the so word that came... wh- why are we talking about this? Yeah, I was thinking about precious cargo when you were saying that. So yes. It all, it all makes sense. Um, well, hey, y'all, as we wait in the birth of Christ, today we wanted to talk about a version of Jesus that probably doesn't cross your mind as much as like this grown Jesus you see in ministry in the Bible. Um, we want to talk about baby Jesus. Um, in Psalm 139, it says, you form my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. And y'all, Jesus, just like us, spent time being a very small, very vulnerable baby, a little person. Um, He spent nine months in the womb of a woman, the way we all did too. Um, Humans were trusted to hold him and take care of him. He was small and fragile, just like us. Um, Dave, do you feel, have you always felt like when you've held your babies, like they're vulnerable, like they're precious? Like how did that feel as a parent? I'm not as emotionally intuitive as you are, Haley. So I was not thinking of those words, word for word, but you feel it. Um, there is a sense of when, when you hold a child, there's a sense of like, I, I'm the protector, like I'm, I'm guarding. There's a warmth of this baby is defenseless. This baby cannot take care of itself at all, which to me makes it all the more amazing that the king of the universe decided I'm going to show up is the most helpless, defenseless things. Y'all, baby caribou, they hit the ground running. Because they are running from wolves like a baby elephant. They they pop out and they are walking around that day. Human babies, they are they're kind of pathetic in the uh <laughs> but for the sake of this conversation, it just shows us that, you know, if I were king of the universe, I don't know if I would say, I'm gonna trust myself to some humans as the most defenseless <laughs> defenseless mammal on our planet. 
Um, so I do think about that and just how much trust, how safe a baby can feel and snuggle up. And sometimes I'm like, I wish I could do that. I wish I could feel as much peace as this child is feeling right now, as defenseless as they are. Yeah. Just thinking about what you said, Dave. Gosh, I, um, think it's wild to like thinking of Mary having to hold Jesus, like having been told by angels, how important, how special Jesus was. And then she's like this 13, 16, how old was she again? Yeah. I mean, the the age we we tend to say is around 14 but i mean many of you out there listening right now you you might be a 14 year old girl or close to it can you imagine not just holding a baby like it's your cousin or your babysitting but it's your child and you're responsible yeah well in the midst of hope week dave like how would you say this correlates at all like vulnerability with hope are those two like mixed in do you need to have a little bit of vulnerability to be hopeful what would you say is there a correlation there Man, that's so tough. Again, we talked yesterday, like hope can feel hard sometimes. And I think inherently in hope there is risk because if there's, if there, if you're not vulnerable, then you know for certain. Um, but yeah, we are called to hope. So being hope is, is vulnerable. And Jesus almost shows it. He, he put his hope essentially like, I, I'm entrusting myself to this young 14 year old um, woman um, to raise me. So I'd say that you can't hope without opening up a little bit because we know that um, hope can hurt. (laughs) All of us have probably been let down at times because we opened ourselves up. So hope, yeah, without opening yourself up to something that you really, really want to happen. um, Yeah, you can't have hope without vulnerability, which is why I think we shy away from it sometimes. Well, and with that, I would say throughout my life, so much of my hope has been borrowed from other people. Yeah, it's a good word. Like in seasons where I didn't have enough strength to really hope for myself or to think that my own situations could change, like done all that I could in my own power and things just weren't going to change if I kept digging my heels into who I am and how I think I should grow and just trying to like beat yourself against the wall. And it's like, man, I'm going to need someone to come alongside me and share what they have because I don't have that. And that can also feel really vulnerable because it's like, man, if Mm -hmm. I let you in and then things don't come through, what does that mean? Like, what does that mean about all these things. And it's like, I don't know, like sometimes it can be let down together, but to have someone come alongside you in the midst of either hope or in the midst of despair, like to let people into that is part of how we get through it. Um, yes. both on the hopeful side and on like the, the downside. Amen. I just want to repeat, um, cause Haley, what you just said is so good. Um, and in case you missed what she just talked about, the idea of borrowed hope. And we mean that in a positive sense that there are times when you're going to feel at the end of your rope, but when you're surrounded by people that you can trust, you can actually lean on and borrow the hope that they have. And that is such an incredible gift that we have in one another. And you may be the one at some point to lend your hope to someone else. And uh, during this Advent season, it's a perfect time to think through that, um, to, to contemplate like who whose hope may I need to borrow at some point and who may I be able to show up for them. Um, when they're in a vulnerable spot. Yeah, it's, it's brave. It's brave on both ends. Like, it's brave to share your hope, and then it's also brave to be the one that's like, hey, I need some help. Mm-hmm. Um, but y'all, something to leave you with, if the God of the universe could be vulnerable with us, could come as a baby in ways we would have never expected, um, what would it look like for you to be vulnerable in return? Would it mean you talk to God for the first time in a long time, or maybe ever? Would it mean that you learn that you can be your true self and be loved for exactly who you are around your friends, around the people in your class or on your family. 
Um, would it mean that you dare to hope a little more than you ever have? Because hope's really vulnerable. To decide that you're gonna hope for things to be different or dare I say even better than they are now, like that can be a really risky choice. But the gospel gives us something so worthy of putting our hope in. I just wanna add one more thing y'all too, just if you have the incredible gift of getting to hold a young child during this Christmas season, let that be an object lesson to remember hope and vulnerability. Just think about how much that kid is trusting you in that moment and how it is okay for us to put our trust in other folks and to look towards Jesus during this season. I know, I'm just looking at my little bundle of hope in a baby. How much futures I'm ahead of them. It's so good. Sorry, y'all. Thanks for joining us to talk about hope today. We'll be back tomorrow. And as always, peace, peace be, be with, with you. you.